Welcome to an episode of About to Drop, a podcast where I interview indie artists about new music they're about to release. I'm your host, Baro Avad, aka Vertigo. I'm a pop producer that works with indie artists and songwriters to create, record, and release new music. I've found that I have a lot of similar conversations with newer indie artists I work with, and I thought it'd be useful for us to hear about other artists' processes, struggles, stories, and best practices. Hopefully you find something useful for your own career, and at the very least, find a new artist whose music you can check out. If you'd like to be featured on an upcoming episode, please go to www.vrtigomusic.com forward slash podcast. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of About to Drop. I'm here with Danielle. How's it going? Hi, good. How are you? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. We were just chatting for a second before. Um, yeah. But yeah, why don't you tell everyone, uh, you know, what's what's new, what's been going on, and a little bit about yourself. Um, so my life has been crazy. Uh, wait, which one should I answer first? Uh, Whichever one you want. I, uh, <laughs> so I'm a singer-songwriter. I'm originally from Florida. And I now live in Los Angeles. Um, I've released um, I've released an EP, an album, and some other uh, music. And I just signed with a record label. Um, they're MNN Records. They're based out of the UK. So I'm really excited for this next chapter in my life because I have no idea what's going to come from it. So uh, yeah, and I also have more music coming, always. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I, I I always see you posting like new tracks you're working on, either your own stuff or like stuff that you write for people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which is which is which is great. Um, mm-hmm. When did you move to LA? I didn't know. Uh, I thought you were still in Florida. Oh no. So um, I think for as long as I've known you, I've been in LA. I just go back and forth a lot. Um, oh. So I moved to LA in 2013. Actually, September 1st was my L.A. anniversary thing <laughs> for five, six years. Mm-hmm. So, how yeah, it's like, been a while. How do you like L.A.? I love it. I like um, I like being able to go back to Florida to recharge because it's definitely can get lonely and it's kind of intense sometimes. But I overall, I think it's a great place to be for opportunities and people to work with mm-hmm. and it's just been amazing because people told me before I moved out there that it's so competitive and um, you're a small fish in a big pond now. But what I found is that there are so many people who have a teamwork mindset and it's totally transformed. Once I started thinking like that, it's totally transformed how my life has gone. So I'm really grateful for getting to be there and experience L.A. That's awesome. Uh, so did you move out there specifically for music? I, um, yes. So I lived in San Francisco for a year because my husband got a job in California and it was killing me. I'm like, I'm so close, but so far away from Los Angeles. So I've done that drive before. It's, it's pretty far, I know. but compared to Florida, sure, so close, point, but so far away. But, um, <laughs> so I kind of made it a goal to go there. Uh, and luckily a year into the job, they let us go. So mm-hmm. we were able to he was able to work remotely, and we were able to move to LA to start pursuing music. Oh, that's fantastic! Does he do music also? No, um, he's a software engineer. Although he does, he has played the mandolin for fun and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, 
Oh, that's cool. Um, so, I mean, do you do you perform as well, or do you just uh, uh, write and, and record your own stuff? Um, I have performance experience. I used to perform a lot when I was in Florida. I was in a couple of different bands. Uh, I was in a blues band, kind of a classic rock cover band, and then I tried to do the band thing for my own music a few times. But I, I found that I'm happiest in the studio, so that's primarily what I do is recording and kind of internet promoting because that's that's a great way to get fans nowadays anyways to mm-hmm. post your stuff but um yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping with this label and kind of gaining more connections i will get back into performing because it's nice to be on a stage and and get like good vibes when you get a good crowd there's no feeling in comparison that's true i used, I used to perform a lot and playing to you know a room full of people that are into it is like such a great feeling. It is. And it's very, so like the studio for me is always consistently amazing and fun and performing has always been like hit or miss because when you don't have a, a super energetic crowd or there's only a few people and even if they are into you, if it's not a lot of people, like it, there's just certain circumstances where it needs to be right and it feels really good when it is right and when it's not right it's kind of like uh (laughs) so i think that's just part of the part of the deal you know it is for sure you shit for a while before things start really uh doing well Mm -hmm. Uh, so how would you describe your sound like what kind of music do you make so my sound is kind of ever evolving um my earliest stuff is more rock influenced and i kind of transitioned to pop when i moved to l.a but what I grew up on rock, so I still, even though I'm more pop and EDM influenced, I still like, you'll find a lot of bigger production on my stuff and a lot of heavier bass stuff because I still, like, I want something that hits hard. Mm-hmm. And I still do write uh, rock tracks. In fact, the uh, single I'm about to release has a lot of rock influence on it, kind of. So it's a lot of EDM influenced pop, some rock thrown in there. And lately in the past, few months i've been writing a lot more like cinematic stuff and dark pop so Mm -hmm. i could be (laughs) i have a few more edm type songs in the queue but i also could be kind of transforming again and i always just love to experiment with different things and kind of go with the ideas that come into my head because a lot of times when you're working with someone uh together they really turn out cool Mm -hmm. um that's cool and um so are you pursuing more of like the the artist path or are you trying to be more of like a collaborator and, and songwriter and session singer? So I would definitely say both. Um, in the past, uh, this is where the label thing kind of gets crazy for me because in the past couple of years, I kind of reserved myself to being an, more of a songwriter and a sync artist. And like, it's okay if I never get a record deal. It's okay if I'm never, like, this super pop star. And then this record deal thing happened. And I'm like, this is so cool. So I, if I get if I get some traction as an artist, I'm more than happy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really, I mean, that's always been my ultimate goal. Sure. But I've also, um, if it doesn't work out and I end up keeping doing what I'm doing, I'm still going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, yeah, why don't you tell me a little, a little bit about the, the label thing that just happened? So, um, basically, uh, a lot of people, I don't know. So I'm on Reverb Nation, 
I ordered the press kit thing a while back. It's like a monthly subscription and uh, you can send it to different opportunities. So for the first two or three years of it, because I was like, if I go like a year without an opportunity, I'm just going to cancel it because then I'm just, Feel like I'm wasting my money and stuff so the first couple of years it was literally like I would get one thing a year one or two things mm -hmm. and in the last months it something kind of cascaded and I keep getting like these acceptances to things and one of them happened to be the record label so um I'm always kind of because I've been in this long enough I'm always kind of jaded and uh, skeptical. So at first when I saw, it, I was like, yeah, cool. And then he wanted to have a phone meeting with, or a, a Skype meeting with me. So I was like, okay, sure. Um, not really thinking anything of it. Mm -hmm. And then on the spot, he was like, yeah, so we want to sign you. We want to sign this song of yours that we really like. And I was like, wow. So he sent me the contract really quickly. I was able to get hold of my lawyers to my uh, one lawyer, <laughs> uh, my lawyer to look at it. And she had me go over some stuff with him and clarify some things. And it was, it was a go. It looked really good for, especially for a song contract. So I decided to kind of make the jump after going so long, thinking that it wasn't uh, being okay with it, not happening. Like, mm -hmm. so. It's funny. Yeah. That's when things happen, right? When you're not really looking so hard sometimes. It really is. Sometimes like when you don't try so hard for a specific thing, it just comes into fruition and it's really cool. No, that's that's awesome. So it's just for uh, one song they're going to be um, uh, signing you for, or is it a like for now? Um, so the, um, they're going to want to discuss follow up singles and stuff like that, especially if the track does well. Um, so that is kind of in the future, but I'm kind of taking this whole process day by day because it's new to me, and I um, I I really want to learn kind of how to do things on my own ultimately through this opportunity. Mm -hmm. So uh, I definitely want to spend the next year or so kind of working with them and working with their strategies and kind of, and just learning how to promote things. Cause I think that's always where I fall short. Sure. I, I think that's with a lot of artists, you know, the, yeah. the marketing <laughs> thing, that's, that's a, such a huge part of it, but everyone, I mean, everyone wants to do the fun stuff, right? Like just making the music, mm -hmm. but yeah, we just want to create. <laughs> yeah, but to like get some traction and stuff, like you need to have a lot more things in place and, and working at the same time. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's really cool. I think you know people, like people that I work with, or like other indie artists and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the ones that I talk to are also trying to get some sort of label or some sort of backing. So like. Yeah. Um. To see that you got it, like, and, and I think uh, hearing how you got there would definitely be mm -hmm. uh, helpful for some people. Yeah, definitely. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about the music you're, you're going to be releasing? Um, so I have a new single coming out hopefully October 11th. Um, my distributor actually just emailed me today to say, notified me that it comes out on the 12th, which is a Saturday, so I'm hoping I can get that fixed. But... Um, yeah, so the 11th or 12th, and it is my first Halloween single. Um, <laughs> so I'm like super festive when I like September through the end of the year. That's like my favorite third of the year. I'm just Halloween, Halloween, then Christmas, Christmas. So I write Christmas music every year. I release Christmas music every year, and I 
I've always really liked dark and spooky type music. So I've been wanting to do this for a while and I just have not had any good ideas until like earlier this year or so. Um, and it was actually going to be saved for next year, but because things changed really fast when I signed the, um, the record deal, I was about to put out an album. They told me don't because they wanted to save the song for a single. So I was like scrambling to think of, okay, what can I do? Because I haven't released music since July and I've been on this steady stream of content. So I'm like, wait, I have this single that could go perfect for Halloween. And so I decided to go for it. That's awesome. Is it like a, a song about Halloween or is it just like the timing of it? You're calling it a Halloween song? No, it's the timing of it and it's very dark. It's got, uh, like, it's called Haunted Mansion. So <laughs> it's really definitely cool. got a spooky vibe to it. Uh -huh. But awesome. it's not like literally mentioning Halloween or anything. So it could be played, um, it could be played any time of the year, but I'm definitely going to to use that angle and when I'm looking for playlists to pitch to and like well, this could be at a Halloween party played sort of thing. That's kind of smart. How, um, yeah. have you done any sort of like work on getting your music into playlists in the past or is that for like the label to handle? Um, in the past, since it's been kind of me on my own, I've done what I know. Like I know there's a couple of sites to submit to playlists and I recently tried to get better at looking on Spotify for like the user profiles that have playlists with decent followings and kind of reaching out to those people. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm new to that, but I'm trying to get better at it. And um, so I think that's gonna, that's definitely gonna help a lot. But yeah, that's basically all I've been able to do. And I've pitched to blogs when I find them mm -hmm. and yeah. So you said you've like hired services to try and get your songs into playlists? Um, the ones I've used were free. Um, okay. I actually have a friend who is getting into PR. So I actually, I think maybe not for this release, but the next release I will be hiring her just because it's so much nicer to have <laughs> someone else do that kind of work oh, yeah. and, and still do what you can do. Like, I'm not going to just sit there and let her do everything, but I, um, yeah, it's nice to have a second person on board. Right, right. Someone that like has done it before or like knows what mm -hmm. to do, so you're not just running around like <laughs> just trying whatever. Yes, yes. And I don't like writing about myself, so it's nice to have someone else to <laughs> do that for me. Like this is here's this artist that I like, and it's it's so much more comfortable. Okay, gotcha. Um, so yeah, I mean to to go back to this ho the Halloween song, like what was. Um, what was the writing process like? Like, how did you come up with it? Or um, tell me about like how it came came to be. <clears throat> so, um, for a lot of my music, things just kind of pop into my head. I don't like. I'm not the type of person that can sit down and just come up with an idea. I, I it's, it's like I'm walking around the park or getting a haircut or something, and then something just pops into my head, and I have to remember it or write it down or voice memo writer or something mm -hmm. um so this idea about like this hook idea came into my head about a haunted mansion and uh the music came to me right away like by the time i went in the studio i had everything written i um even like the ear candy stuff like i played most of the strings and stuff like that my producer did a cool guitar solo um so i had most of the song down I had it all musically done, but lyrically, 
I was missing some spots. So I got a friend who's an awesome lyricist to kind of help me flesh everything else out. And um, that's kind of the beauty of co-writing is that I'm getting to do a lot of things that I put to the side because I'm finally like, it's okay to not have written everything yourself. It's okay to like say that somebody else worked with you. It's so kind of swallowing my pride in that sense. So yeah, she helped me write the lyrics and it turned out really, really fun. Mm-hmm. What's the, uh, like the story of the song or like, what is it about? Um, it's about grief. I would say, um, it can kind of be interpreted different ways. I kind of wrote about maybe losing someone you've loved for a long time, like a relationship type thing. Mm-hmm. But I would hope that people could hear it and relate to it in other ways as well. Um, but yeah, it's just about how you try to move on with your life. You try to go on, but then there's always these moments that bring you back to this, that just feeling of awful dread, sad grief. And you, no matter what you do, you can't fully get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's relatable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, what were some challenges you ran into while, while making this? Um, the lyrics were the biggest challenge because I'm more of a composer type. Like I always know what my music's going to sound like, but, um, the words just were not coming to me. So that was one. And then the other one, when I recorded the song, I had just started immunotherapy for allergies. So my symptoms were terrible and it was affecting my voice Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, so, (laughs) um, I think that was the biggest challenge because when I'm in the studio, I want to be on top and I usually like, I don't have, rarely I have bad studio days cause I'm just, I'm always excited and I'm not tense. I'm relaxed. And so that was probably the hardest thing was getting through the recording process for that song and adjusting things. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what did you do to, to get through it? So, um, Vocally, actually, like listening back to the song and because it's an emotional thing, I think that my kind of quirks worked out for it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really feel a need to go back and re-record things later or anything like that. And then, um, as I say, like lyrically, I just had one of my friends co-write it with me mm-hmm. and she did an awesome job. I'm really excited because this is our first co-write that I'm releasing. So <laughs> it's sure. it's exciting. That's really cool. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, we, we talked earlier about how like music's the fun part, but like there's the work that has to go before and after to like get mm-hmm. into people's ears. Um, what are you guys doing to like, uh, promote or market the, the release or, uh, or what kind of strategy do you have in place? Um, so far, so I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing, but also I think I'm going to ramp up the Halloween type posts, uh, before kind of on my more public pages mm-hmm. to, um, get people kind of excited for it, um, which is easy to do because I do a lot of Halloween things. So <laughs> um, just making sure I get pictures of and and just talking about how excited I am for everyone to hear it. And um, the, the few people I have played it for seemed really excited about it. So I think that's going to help me too because mm-hmm. they'll, they usually comment when I mention it. So <laughs> well, That's cool. So, uh, so what's the plan for the future? Like the next few months, next six months or the next year? 
So um, I'm really excited about my Christmas EP. I've already recorded one song for it. That's going to be coming out on Black Friday. That um, is probably my favorite thing to release is the Christmas stuff. So it's always what I'm most excited about. And then January is when the, the single kind of kicks off with my label. So um, next year, like this year, I've been releasing music consistently every month, a single. I've been trying to at least for the most part. But um, next year, it's going to be a little bit more spaced out so we can focus on each single individually and get the most out of promoting it. Um, I'm going to be filming a music video, so I'm really excited because I haven't done that in a while. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what's in store next year is kind of an experimental year. So is this one. And I really liked the results of doing singles all the time. So I'm kind of interested in seeing where next year takes me. That's cool. Yes. Singles are, uh, I think especially for like newer artists, like that's the way to go to like figure out you know, what yeah. works, what doesn't work, you know, before you commit to an entire EP or, or full length, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And as a listener, like when I, when my friends released singles, um, pretty often I get excited. Whereas if they release say an EP or an album, and then I don't hear anything from them all for a long time. It's like, I've heard it all at once. And then I'm like bored after a while because they're not, there's nothing else. So I definitely think both as an artist and the listener that singles are the way to go. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Especially for like, you know, folks that are starting out and don't have a huge following or anything yet. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So yep. um, where, where can people find you online? <laughs> So most of my socials are um, Danielle H Music. So Twitter, or no, not Twitter, Danielle H underscore music. That's like the one exception because I couldn't get that name. (laughs) (laughs) This girl who hasn't tweeted in like years has it. And I tried to tweet her if I like, can I have it? And never heard from her, but um, yeah, (laughs) it happens. Um, But my Instagram, SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, all uh, Danielle H music. Okay. Where, where are you most active on? Um, definitely Facebook. Uh, I try to keep up on Instagram. I, my husband helps me with pictures and stuff like that. Um, so I, I kind of, that's probably my second most active. And then, um, YouTube would be, so those would be my, my top three. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't um, do too much on, like, I'm starting to, like, use YouTube a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. It is. Social media game. It's work. Mm-hmm. It's definitely its own job. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the, um, the song, what's the name of the song again? Haunted Mansion? Haunted Mansion. Okay, that's coming out October 12th, hopefully October yes. 11th. Yes, correct. Is it going to be on all the major streaming platforms? And Yep, it will. iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, all that. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, awesome. Well, it's late, so I don't want to keep you up. But like, is, is there anything else you wanted to, to talk about, about your music or any upcoming shows or events or anything? Um, Not at the moment. I'm just excited to release this song and excited for the holiday music and excited kind of for what the future has in store so i'm hoping that people want to follow me on this journey and kind of see what it's it's like okay awesome well seriously thank you for for doing this for like going over your story i think it's uh 
I think for a lot of indie artists, it's super useful to hear this kind of stuff, just to see what mm-hmm. other people are doing. Yeah. Because I think at some level, we're all kind of just like trying to figure it out at once, so. Mm-hmm. It's super useful. Definitely. I'm definitely still figuring stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> all right, awesome. Well, thanks again. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Sure thing. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got something useful out of it. If you did, please like, subscribe, comment, and share this series with your friends. If you like the artist and want to check out more of their work, please go to the show notes at vrtigomusic.com slash about to drop. Thanks again and stay tuned for the next episode.